Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Selfish. Um, you may notice that it looks way different than our usual setup if you watch us through my Instagram, if you listen to us through the podcast apps, not a big deal. Um, the reason why it is different is I will tell you that in check-in. <laughs> um, the reason it's different is just simply today like just today in general, has been slightly complicated. So, okay, let's go ahead and get into our intro. Welcome. Hi, this is Selfish. I'm your host, Reagan Drake. What is this? This is a podcast that we talk and read your stories. We, I. Um, I used to give my boyfriend such grief uh, or trouble over the fact that he would say we and the team. And now I'm doing it that I started my own podcast. So I should have never done that. Um, this is a podcast where I read your stories that you, su- that you submit to me about your mental health journey. And it can relate to the topic we're on this week. Or if you just want to share, I will read them. Um, Before we get too far in, make sure to subscribe and review. Please, please, please review my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and we are now on Google Podcast. So I had a lot of people reach out and ask me, like, is it on Google? And I was like, no, everyone uses Apple and Spotify, but apparently there is this pocket civilization of people that uses Google podcast and stuff. They must be Android people. Um, yeah, I, so I, it was in demand. So now we are also on Google, if you were wondering. Um, now, oh, I have a revision before we get into check-in. I have a revision from last week. Last week in one of the stories in Karen's story, I said, uh, idolization and, my brain and my words just didn't connect. The word was actually, um, ID, uh, my brain still is not accepting this word. Um, ideization. Let me check on my Google. I literally just pulled up how to pronounce it. And when you guys hear it, you're going to be like, that's the easiest word ever. Ideation. Ideation. My phonetics could not do it. So the correction I need to make there is that that is like, um, it's more of making a, like a suicidal and making a plan and contemplating it and encompassing it. And it's beginning phases of being suicidal without taking the actions yet. So I just needed to clarify that because that wasn't clarified in her story. And I am sorry, but let's hear it one more time from Google because my head cannot say it. Ideation. Ideation, not idolization. So I am sorry, Karen. Moving on into check-in. Hi. Hello. Welcome to, day- to today's check-in. You need to buckle up slightly. Um, <laughs> today in general has been a pretty good day. Uh, later in our podcast, you will see that I interviewed our tangible good for this week. So I actually have an interview for you. So our tangible good is going to have a story along with our actual products. So that was very exciting. Very, like I was so excited about that today. And then 
just technology and I don't need to go into all the details of my Apple ID, but my contacts just don't sync over to my Mac. And then I finally kind of figured it out, but then screen recording, I was trying to record it on my mic, so I sounded good. There was no sound coming from the screen recording, obviously, because it's just the screen. It's a whole lot of stuff. So finally, like, I just had to, like, figure out Zoom and got that. But yeah, just a lot of technical frustration for me today, along with just not feeling like super awake and a little lethargic. So this week has been, since the last time I talked to you, honestly, it's been a a pretty good week with some challenges. Um, It's been a little tolling emotionally and physically for me. And I'm going to start with the physical. Uh, Yeah, I just started my monthly womanly journey this week and it is so rough. Um, It's really, it's really affecting me. And I actually signed up for this hormone therapy class, not like a literal therapy. Uh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Um, just a class that you can learn about your hormones in and what might be affecting you. And I don't want to take any medications or go to the doctor because I do not have health insurance, but I'm hoping this class is like going to really help me feel healthier in my own body. So that goal I set last week of walking every day, uh, it just wasn't attainable for me this week and I beat myself up about it, but I cannot beat myself up about my body just not being there today. Um, well the past week. So that was a little rough physically, did not feel up to par. And then emotionally, um, it's very ironic that this week our topic is COVID and dealing with that mentally And my roommate's work had a case of Corona. So we had to shut the apartment down for about two days before test results could come back. So that kept me from attaining that walking goal. Um, And it just brought a lot of anxiety and stress into my life that came out in different ways that created tension in the house. And yeah, COVID, ironically, this week that we're covering really affected my life. Um, not drastically, I don't want to be too dramatic, but just mentally the anxiety that it created for me, I had to like kind of take a step back and I just by chance, my counseling appointment was scheduled for this week and it was really good. Um, I needed that this week. I, honestly haven't been to counseling in probably four-ish months. I was feeling really overwhelmed um, by it. There was a couple things that we were about to address that were scary for me. And then coupled with the beginning of January, um, it's kind of hard. The first two weeks of January are great as a server, but then the last couple weeks, people are done spending money they bought their Christmas presents. 
Um, and the end of January, beginning of February, I think any serving, like server, industry, whatever, starts to kind of feel a little bit of financial hit. I could be totally off, but this was me and everywhere I've worked, basically. Um, so I was getting a little bit of a financial hit, and then COVID happened, and I just kind of got off my counseling schedule along with getting a little scared of what we were going to have to start to tackle. And I had a counseling appointment this week that I scheduled and it was just so needed. I felt less crazy afterwards. And we talked about my boundaries that I'm working on right now. And I'm so proud of myself this week for sticking to boundaries and rules I've set for me. So I am not responsible for other people or just a bunch of messiness outside of my corners of boundaries. And I actually have a correction to make since talking to my counselor. And our first week one, our motto or our mantra was, ride the wave. And I told you, I was like, the way that I've done that is I rode that anger wave this week and I saw where I was at the top of it and I calmly came down. And I learned in counseling this week that self-care does not mean peace. It does not always mean getting in the bathtub or however you do that. Self-care doesn't mean this, this tiny corner of peace and quiet and stuff for me, it means actually writing through those emotions so I can be available on the other end of them. So I shouldn't have told you that like, I shouldn't have like been like, oh, I rode that wave. I saw where I was and I calmly came back down. I should have writ like ridden, <laughs> rode, I should have rode that wave all the way down and then found rest on the other side of that. And I just want to make that correction and tell, like, tell you guys like, don't stop your emotions of where they are. Like, don't get to the top of your wave or the top of your head and be like, I, I gotta, I gotta step back from that. No, write it all the way out, write it all the way down. Don't bottle it up. I think that's what I was advocating two weeks ago now. And I just want to go back and say, I learned something different. So, whew, okay. Sorry for that giant check-in. I just had a lot to correct and tell you what was happening. Um, what I'm proud of this week is that even though it was kind of a crazy, weird week, I still feel revived because of the lesson that I learned with self-care. So, and gratitude is what I want to be grateful for this week is, hmm, I think I'm really grateful for the lessons I've learned and the corner I've kind of, that's what I did last week though. I, I can still be grateful for the corner I've made myself of solitude, but I'm grateful for how much I've learned this week. I, I don't think I've had such a self-discovery week as I've had recently. And I'm really, really grateful for that and the tools that I've been given to do that. So, okay, <sighs> moving on. This week, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. And our first story, we can finally get to it now that I've 
updated you all on me. It is my podcast, and it is called Selfish, so you knew I was going to say that at some point in an episode. So our first story comes from Miami, Florida, which is actually very ironic because everything I have for you today focuses around Florida. Um, This is from Gia D. D Oh, it's, uh, I wish my Spanish was better. I think it's D. Gia D. Santino. Santino. And she wrote in and she said, I hate quarantine, all caps, exclamation point. At the age of 15, I was diagnosed with PTSD and panic disorder with a dash of seasonal depression. Over the past eight years, it's definitely been a roller coaster of struggles through medication, therapy, and a lot of self work. I am able to have good days most of the time, but quarantine has been absolutely horrible. My seasonal depression mostly comes in seasons like winter and summer when there is no schoolwork. I study and I'm pursuing a career in teaching theater. I thrive on a community with people and create art with others, with other artists. Quarantine has put such a hard stop to all of that. I've been quote unquote coping by exploring other art forms that I can do alone, but getting out of bed is definitely harder than usual. I'm currently at one of my lowest points in my life. I have so much hope for the future. I'm even trying to make a small social distanced Disney trip to get some light in my dark times. It may be low, but my head is so high right now, looking for as many possible positive possible positive things I can bring into my life. So, and then she just wrote, um, she just wrote a little PS about the podcast to me and she recommended the book boundaries by Dr. Henry cloud and Dr. John Townsend. I am very familiar with that book. Uh, I, I do need to reread that book, but, um, that is a good book if you guys are looking at a good book on boundaries. I need to reread it to give a little bit more details before I can, like, <laughs> give my stamp of approval. Uh, like, that means anything. But thank you. Um, okay, Gia, what I'm going to comment on here is it's been getting harder to get out of bed. I, who did I feel that when... I was quarantining in Kansas City. Um, there, were, there were days that I just thought, what's the point of getting up early because I'm not going to be doing anything. I tried to paint. I tried several things. And in the back of my head, I was thinking, okay, all this stuff over social media is like, quarantine is going to be so hard on your mental health. And I was like, I see that and it's not going to happen. And because I've acknowledged that it can't, it just can't, it can't happen. And then there I was and thinking, what's the point of waking up early to just go do nothing? Um, I, to- I totally get that. Um, I've been coping by exploring other art forms. I, relate to that as well. I tried painting. Um, I never really made anything that I was proud of though, which was more of a disappointment, (laughs) um, for me. Um, and then you write, 
I may be at a low, but my head is high right now looking for as many possible positive things I can bring into my life. And let me just award you on that. Um, I am afraid to admit that I was at a low and I just let that take over my brain. And I'm going to encourage you to keep, keep your head at what you say is like so high right now and looking for those positive things. I'm going to tell you, you writing in this week for me is a huge positive thing. So you've become a positive thing for me this week. Um, I'm going to use that to kind of trail into story number two, which is going to be my own. Um, I've touched a little bit on my experience with COVID, but yeah, like I said, I knew that it was going to be hard on mental health. And I was like, since I know that, like, it's not going to happen to me. Um, I was just lying to myself. I was just completely lying to myself and I needed, I, I should have and needed to be in counseling during all of COVID. And honestly, like I kind of feel like I need to apologize to my loved ones for not doing that. Um, but it also kind of feels weird to apologize for, but maybe it's a good thing. Um, yeah, mental health during COVID hit me really hard out of nowhere. I already was feeling less passionate about acting and what I was doing in LA and just a bunch of things. And then when COVID hit, honestly, my life didn't change all that much. And that really hurt me because I wasn't doing anything. Um, I was going to my serving job, which I hated. And once I was out of serving, it was like a huge relief. Like I, I was so, I definitely was happier, but what I was doing in between having to go to my shifts was the same thing I was doing in COVID. And my boyfriend kind of said that he was like, this probably isn't as hard for you because you're used to this. And I got so mad. I was so angry. I was like, how dare you? Like, I'm such a productive person, but he was right. Like he was so right. And what I was actually dealing with was I was upset with myself that my life wasn't coming to an halt, like coming to a halt. Um, and I'm going to honestly keep like, take that and trail us into story three, um, which is going to be our tangible good corner for this week. Um, my friend Logan has park hopper design and, she is someone like I really relate to. We both graduated from Missouri State. I'm acting. She's musical theater. So she's New York. I'm LA. Uh, but she's someone that created something out of this quarantine that I am so proud of her for that she is becoming very accomplished in. And I'm just going to go ahead and send us into story three, which is also our tangible good for this week. And it is her brand Park Hopper Design. So. Hi, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? Good, good. Um, okay, so go ahead and like tell us a little bit about you and where you are and just like what's happening right now in your life. Yeah, um, I'm Logan, and I'm currently in my apartment in Orlando, Florida. Um, what's happening in my life? I 
I do the same thing every day. I wake up and I make my coffee and I make some products for my little small business and I take a bath and I go to sleep and I do the same thing the next day. <laughs> um, and your business is Park Hopper. Yeah, Park Hopper Design. Okay. Um, what, like, just give us, like, a quick brief, like, what products are on your Etsy and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, on my Etsy, I currently have ears inspired off of a lot of characters and rides. I have, um, oh, I have these, like, little plexi art glass things that I paint on the back, and then we'll put, like, your favorite quote and stuff on the front. I have some super cute little hair ties, and then I also have, oh, some bracelets with charms that I've been making. Yeah, and you have uh, Harry Potter ones, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so you just moved to Orlando, too. How many, like a week or so ago? Um, I actually have been here for a month. I, yeah, we moved in on our anniversary, which was June 23rd, so a month, but it's went by super fast. It feels like I've only been here for, like, two weeks. But. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like you just told me I know recently like, well, I, was, we were I was like standing in the store today and I was like oh my goodness like we've been here for a month already and I still haven't hung anything on the walls <laughs> doing great um so you moved from New York and I guess I should probably just give people background uh this is one of my best friends this is not like a strange <laughs> to me um I was in her wedding in your wedding um and um we met in school together at college. We both went to Missouri State and stuff. Um, so during a dance piece. Yes, we did. <laughs> now I'm not a dancer. I, I don't remember what that was called. Back to you. Back, that's right. That's right. That's right. And there's a video. Dance spring dance concert. There's a, a point in it where I did this back then, and one night I tripped and fell, and what? you messaged me and said. Low-key, me and Dallas have been laughing over and over at it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, broke my wrist during that. Oh, yeah. It's, like, yeah. the only thing I've ever, like, messed up in my body ever. But when we did that cartwheel over another person, mm -hmm. and landed all wrong on it one night, and then I refused to do a cartwheel since then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where we really kicked our friendship off. Um, <laughs> We would like go get like half price um, appetizers at Applebee's with other random, like a random group of people. Yeah, and then, uh, what is that place called? Brew Co. became our spot. So oh yeah, we went there all the time. They oh, had bears. Ba oh yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to work there um, at the different location in Springfield, but yeah, um, lots of memories of bears. Um, so, okay, sorry, that's just how our friendship started before I get totally into everything. And then after graduation, Logan got married, and then I moved out to LA, she moved to New York, and that's just kind of where I want to start and talk about things, because this episode focuses on COVID and mental health, and just share, like, in your own words, what COVID started looking like in New York, how that affected you mentally, and also just however, and then going yeah. to Orlando. Yeah, so I moved to New York this summer of 2018, um, and I, so I had almost been living there for two and a half years, I mean two years, almost two years, when COVID started breaking out, 
So I think that I had heard of COVID like literally one time, like someone like on the news or something. And then I actually went down to Florida for a vacation for a week um, to visit my family. So Dallas and I were spending a whole week on vacation in Florida with my family. And that's when we started to hear about it more when I was actually in Florida. And they, you know, were kind of saying like, oh, we're seeing more cases in New York, like blah, blah, blah. And then I started like, just during that one week here on vacation, I heard about like the toilet paper shortage and mm-hmm. like the hand sanitizer shortage. And I was like, man, like we're flying back to New York in like two days and everyone's saying they can't find toilet paper there and or hand sanitizer. And I don't really think I have any there, so I should probably get some. And so my grandparents had drove me to a couple Walgreens down here in Naples, well, down there in Naples, Florida, before we could go back and we couldn't find any hand sanitizer, any toilet paper, anything in Florida. Um, And this was like, I mean, like the week you first started hearing about it. And so my grandpa was able to have some shipped for me. And then we went back to New York and it didn't really seem like anything had changed that first couple days we were there I actually was just starting a brand new job as a bridal consultant I mean like literally my first shift was the day after we got back from our vacation I went there and like people were almost talking about it as like I don't want to say like a joke but everyone was just like oh like I don't want to shake your hand because of COVID yeah yeah yeah. I was like oh yeah you're right like no germs and like but inside I was also like ferociously washing my hands like and well and on our flight back I remember, so we didn't have masks or anything. Like, you saw a couple people with masks, but it wasn't, like, super a thing yet. But we were just being super conscious about, like, we wiped down everything. We wiped down our trays. We wiped down all the knobs. Like, we were using hand sanitizer. We weren't touching our face. Um, And we were just super careful about not touching our face and always washing our hands. So, like I said, I had my two shifts back-to-back. And then the third day we were back in New York after vacation is when everything kind of got a little bit nutso and kind of got actually very scary. We, um, that's the day that Broadway shut down. Um, and my husband, um, works in ticket sales for Broadway. So that means, you know, as long as Broadway shut down, his job was shut down. And, um, then that was kind of like, if Broadway's shutting down, like that's, that's a yeah. real thing. And so Dallas and I, well then like all these rumors started circulating from everywhere in the city, like jobs, restaurants, everything that like New York was going to be shut down tomorrow, like quarantine tomorrow, mm-hmm. the next day. And so I was like, I don't, we just got back from vacation. I don't have like any groceries. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's. And one of my other best friends, she was actually in town in New York for supposed to be doing her senior showcase, which all that got canceled. I was supposed to be performing in the senior showcase with them as an alum. So I had been preparing for that as well. And that all that same day, we got the email that that was all canceled. So she was at my house with me and we were talking about COVID. And so she was like, well, if it's going to be quarantined, like I need to get, I need to get a plane ride home. And so she was able to get a plane ride home for the next day. So I was like, okay, so let's, will you come to the grocery store with me? So we go, I I lived right across from Trader Joe's. 
Um, and so we go and we get in line and the line is wrapped around the corner. And this is before the six feet thing. So people are like actually right. Yeah, so yeah. It's wrapped around the entire block of 72nd street. I waited almost like two hours to get in, to get mm -hmm. into Trader Joe's. And then once we were in there, I mean, like if you wanted pasta or rice or anything like that, like you had one option because there was just like not a thing anymore. And so, um, and it was scary. People were in there and like, that was the first time that I saw people with like masks and gloves and stuff on. And so it was scary. And then I think that whole experience was like, I'm rambling, I'm taking forever. It was like two hours and then we get back home and then I called my grandma because I was freaking out about it. And I told her, I was like, it was like the apocalypse was happening. Like it was terrifying. And she was like, well, maybe you guys should just come back down here. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, that seemed a little extreme. And she was like, I don't know. Like, I think this might take a while to clear up. And it wasn't until I was very wary about going back down there until I, like, walked out of my apartment to go do something. And I literally saw this guy being taken from his apartment in a stretcher. And, like, four people were around him in, like, full hazmat suits. And that's when it, like, hit me that I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to be here. I don't want that. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want that at all. And so we got a flight on Southwest for $90. Literally the next day, about 10 hours before the flight left, we frantically packed our bags. We didn't know how long we were going to be gone for, but I packed for, like, three weeks. And we came down to Naples, and we stayed for over three months. Mm -hmm. And um, then – during that time, we decided we wanted to move to Orlando. We had thought about moving to Florida since, like, around Christmas time, honestly. And we came back to New York for 10 days, packed up all our stuff, rented a truck, and drove down here. Yeah, that's similar to what happened to me because I was in Kansas City for my birthday. And um, that's when L.A., like, shut down hard. So I was I was also not in my state when the shutdown happened. And then... Um, when I got a call, I was laid off. We just decided it would be better if I stayed. And my grand, my grandma called me and was like, please don't go back. Like you have toilet paper there basically. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I know New York, like, like obviously like we all know like the news, like they got hit real hard and fast. Like when this first happened, um, so once you get down to Orlando um, and you start, like, how did you start making your ears and, like, what kind yeah. of came from that? Yeah, so I started making them, um, like, at the end of March. So once we were had been in Naples for a couple weeks and basically quarantined, like, was staying home, I was already super bored and I was doing absolutely nothing. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to make, some ears for myself for the next time I want to wear them. Yeah, so I went, <laughs> huh? They're expensive in the park. They're so expensive. And so I was like, I'm going to make some for myself. And um, so I went to the fabric store and just bought enough for like two pairs. And I made them and I had so much fun doing it. And I was like, well, I'm going to make more. And then so I did make more. And then I was like, 
no, I'm like kind of good at it. And I have a lot of ideas in my head. Like, I feel like I'm actually a pretty creative, crafty person. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to take a leap of faith and just like make an Etsy shop and put these things on there. And I did. And I didn't get any sales for like two weeks. And then I was like, maybe it's just because it says zero sales. Like maybe if I can just get one sale and one good review. And so I asked my grandma to buy a pair of ears from me. <laughs> so it would say one sale. And then she did. And she left me a five-star review. And she was like, I bought these for my granddaughter. They are amazing. She loves her. I like, looked at your Etsy site and I didn't realize <laughs> Yes, I love, I love that. But the crazy thing is, is the day after she bought them and the wrote that review, I got another sale for like three pairs of ears. And then yeah. just after that, I started getting more sales and more sales until flashback. Now I have, I think almost 300 sales. Um, so I mean like that's pretty good for me, I guess. And you know, I think I drive a lot of my sales through my Instagram page. Um, but I have over like 40 listings now of a mix of ears and the plexiglass and bracelets and mm -hmm. hair scarves. But yeah, it just like really took off. Um, really I kept up with the whole thing because I love it so much. Um, it was like, it was off and on. Like some, I'd have good weeks and then I have bad weeks. And because the parks weren't open, I was just kind of like, maybe when they open. But I mean, like the past month, it has been like a very steady, yeah, like it's been, it's really taken off this past month, which is great. Um, so right when you like started to create those and stuff like that, I, uh, personally, like when I started to create my podcast and stuff, I finally felt like in the midst of this, like I had a purpose again. Like, did you kind, you can kind of relate to that and like in any way? I actually really relate to that. I was really struggling in New York, um, trying to find my purpose. And I, you know, I was auditioning a lot in the city and I like auditioning. So that wasn't um, really awful for me, but I was just like not feeling, feeling fulfilled at all. Mm -hmm. I was like, something's missing. Like I'm bored. I'm, it was like a weird thing of like, I'm bored, but I'm also like exhausted at the same time. I don't really like it anymore. I'm not happy with like anything. And I am weirdly like the happiest now that I have been in a while. And I think a lot of it is just because I found something that I'm very, very passionate about. Um, like I said, I just have a lot of fun making these products and like, it makes me super happy to see that I'm making other people super happy. And it's, it's just really fun. Yeah, no, that's why I, well, what I wanted to put you on the tangible good, like your products and stuff, because they are just happy. They're meant for the happiest place on earth. And um, also like if they're not for, like the person's not buying for themselves, it can be great little gifts and like cute things yeah. for the people. And like, if you get a pair of like, ears, you know where you're going. Um, so that's why I wanted to like throw you on here and like put your products and stuff because they are just like little tangible things of happiness. Um, yeah. I guess like, I'm, I'm just going to ask you like with acting and like musical theater for me, um, I can, I totally get it. The, I'm auditioning, but I'm bored, but also exhausted. Um, 
I'm on Actors Access every day, continually submitting. The only callbacks I'm getting back are for non-paying gigs and stuff like that. How did like that, being able to like literally create something and like have a outcome, like like kind of not instantly, but like a reward kind of? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, did that start to kind of fill that void of what you were looking for with musical theater and auditioning and stuff like that? Um, yes, I do think, you know, I mean, who doesn't love like an immediate reward, you know, yeah. like it is, it is nice to create something and then for people to literally like it on Instagram and be like, these are amazing, you know, like, it's really nice because I mean, in New York, you don't really, I mean, you sing your 16 bars for an audition and they're not like that was incredible yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah like they're just like okay thank you and so I mean you don't like I did learn to survive without any kind of positive affirmation which mm -hmm. is fine but the positive I mean it feels really good I'm not gonna lie yeah I no I'm just I feel like I'm kind of desperately searching for that a little bit in my life um because it's the same thing for me when I go to an audition and then they're like what is your favorite color? And you're like, oh, I have $15,000 worth of student debt favorite color in a degree. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, exactly. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, so I'm just like very in, like much in awe of like where you found how to create something and actually like, you know, have a income with it and like the joy that comes with that. And like, I really admire that, um, that you've done created. All right, so last question is like, I've seen from your Instagram and stuff, Park Hoppers really created a nice community of other creators, influencers, and how has that affected you mentally, like with your mental health and just that community support? Yeah, um, okay, so the community on Instagram that, you know, goes with Park Hopper, it's a lot of um, other small shops that create similar products. And um, a lot of people that have specific accounts dedicated to this one thing. Um, and so obviously they're going to love the products that I'm putting out and the other small shops that they're putting out. And they're all just so nice and encouraging. And I mean, like I, I mean, they're so kind that like I made another separate Instagram specifically dedicated to this type of group of people just because it's so uplifting and it just like fills me with joy and like I enjoy making content for this specific page now which is never something I thought I would really do I mean I've always loved Instagram it's definitely my favorite social media but like for me I genuinely enjoy creating something to post about it trying to also tie it into park hopper and like also use that page but I mean the people are so nice so mm -hmm. nice and the other like uh, the other community that I've never been a part of is just like a small business owner community mm -hmm. and I mean like small business owners are some of the nicest people I have ever met in my entire life because you're all just supporting each other no matter where what stage you're at because like you know I'm I'm only at that like 2,000 follower range on Instagram but some of the friends that I've made on Instagram 
like other small business owners, they have like 20,000 and they're so kind. And like, I look up to them and it's nice because I know they still have the respect for me because I'm only, you know, four months old. And, you know, I, I, I ask them for advice. They give me advice and they'll, they'll randomly check in on me and be like, Hey, like, how are you doing? And it's that community alone has been amazing. No, that's great. So like, that's awesome that you found something that you can, that you feel like you are creating and like fulfilling, but then also that's brought along a community of friends, but also mentors and just like a lot of stuff that everyone really looks for when they find like, quote unquote, like their community, like their people yeah. and stuff like that. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else that you want to say to people that are like either about Park Hopper or smart, starting a small business, um, fears people might have with that um, mentally and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, it's so weird because I am in one of those weird things where starting a small business was not a dream of mine. It just kind of happened and fell into my lap. And, you, you know, Dallas, my husband and I, we always say, like, did you ever think that in January of 2020 that I would be a small business owner of, like, something somewhat successful seven months later? Like, that's so weird because I literally never thought that in my whole life. But it became – it became a dream of mine very quickly. And now it's just like my biggest passion. And there are days when it's super, super stressful. And I'm like, I hate this, I'm giving up. But for the most part, it is so fulfilling and has impacted my mental health in the most amazing ways. And I recommend it. Like if you're just even kind of thinking about it, like take that leap of faith because it's really fun, especially like, what else are you going to do right now? You know, like <laughs> Dallas yeah. sits and plays video games literally all day, every day. Like just do it. Yeah, no, me and Dallas are feeling that. Uh, I saw his post on Instagram about like, they can't cancel the $600 a week because like, we're still unemployed. So we're still, yeah. we're still yeah. riding that. Like, what do we do? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we really need that. Yeah. Um, okay. Where can we find Park Hopper? Also your other influencer page, anything that you want to shout out for your. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Park Hopper design, all one word, not designs, just the one design. And then, um, also Logan's under, well, at Logan's underscore little underscore land. And then my Etsy shop, um, well, there's just a link in my, but you can also just type in the search bar in Etsy, Park Hopper Design, and it'll take you to it. Okay. Thank you so much for helping me this week and coming on. Um, I appreciate you, and I'm going to talk to you on the opposite side of this. So. Okay. Love you. I am so just proud of Logan. I know I talked about that in that little interview just then, but... I'm so proud of what she's accomplished and I don't think I should say it like 500 times, so I'll stop. But um, let's go ahead. Let's check in with best self. Um, yeah. In case some of you were wondering, I did get an email that was like, what is that bookmark? It's a burger because <laughs> the bookmark is Tina from Bob's Burgers. Uh I am not a Tina. I am overwhelmingly a Lynn because I will constantly be like, well, that's for dinner. I'm going to cook it. And it's just very Lynn-like. 
But I'm going to check in with you on this book. I've gotten past the anti-self. Um, I'm going to give you their names and I'm going to post this on our Instagram. Uh, I have three anti-selves. I had one best self, but I have three anti-self. One anti-self is named Opal. She is just very sad. Another is Stefan. And he is like a little serpent trying to like get me to do things that are just not great coping mechanisms. And then I have avoidance and she tells me you're fine. Don't go to deal with that thing is not like conflict. Don't deal with it. You don't have to. Um, so I'm going to post this. And if you're reading along with me, please, like if you want to send me your best self on our Instagram, uh, for our selfish Instagram. And with that, it is time to go into mantras and Madeline's going to bring that to us. This week was grow as you go. And who I had a realization. One, I learned on TikTok. Once again, this is the self-shaming of TikTok corner of our show again this week. Um, this woman was like a succulent fail and she was like, look how this one's just really like gotten huge and like, like came up so fast. That's actually from overwatering. And I was like, oh, all of my succulents look like that. I've been watering them every day. They've gotten so big and I was so proud of them, but apparently that's not good <laughs> because and it's because your succulents apparently become weak. Um, they, they can't stand up. So what I learned and like, kind of like have this connection was grow as you go. And what I've been doing is trying, trying, trying to grow and like overwatering myself with honestly, like this book, like the best self book, journaling, counseling, like I, I have like tried to throw everything I can at myself to just be better. And I've overwatered myself so much that my structure is going to fall over. Um, I'm not going to have that like strong base to continue to grow. And I'm going to get all the way to the top. I'm going to be too top heavy and just kind of fall wherever gravity takes me. And that's what I learned this week. And it just really connected to me and that mantra. So I'm very excited for whatever this week's mantra is. Fun fact, film these on Saturday. Madeline sends me them on Sunday. So I find out with you each week. So we're going to go ahead and go to that. And let's see what this week's is. Hello and good afternoon. Um, so for today, my mantra is going to be dive in. And that's why I'm in the pool again, another water mantra. But the reason why I chose dive in is because there's been a lot of things happening in this world and I bet your mental health is really just not doing very well, which is totally acceptable because hey, I think everyone is going through the same thing at this point. Um, but what we can do to distract yourself is to dive into something new and dive in with full force, with your head first and you're just gonna dive in and do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. Dive into cleaning. Clean your room. 
for the first time since the pandemic happened because I know some people put that off and that is a normal thing, AKA me, um, or dive into cooking or baking. Um, do something new, something that will make you happy. Find your way into making cool iced coffee things and cool little coffee art. All right, well, that's pretty much it. So just dive in, dive in with me, dive in with Reagan, and dive in to something new this week and have fun. All right, bye guys. Okay, thank you so much, Madeline. I'm excited to see what that is. And I had this idea that if you were still doing a thing where if you want to draw or like do a little art piece for the mantra, if you send it in to me, I'm going to figure out how to make it a sticker and put it on our Instagram or whatever somehow. And you can choose what charity you want and all the proceeds that we like get like from people buying that sticker, I will somehow figure out how to send them to that charity. So if you want to send in the art an art piece for our weekly mantras please please do uh that's it for this week thank you guys very much next week our topic is going to be social media and if is it is it harmful or is it helpful for you uh thank you guys i will see you next week make sure you follow our instagram at selfish s dot e dot l dot i s h and thank you so much i appreciate Anyone who listens or watch, I will see you guys later. Goodbye. Oh, what was that that I forgot to mention in our episode? Welcome to Post Show Notes. You can always send your stories into selfishstories at gmail.com or you can text me at our Google phone number to remain completely anonymous at 818-850-3305. 